Hello, I'm Wendy Rigby, and you're listening to Texas BioBytes from Texas Biomed. We've got an exciting development to report on the front lines of the battle against HIV, the virus that causes AIDS. A group of scientists at Texas Biomed have zeroed in on a possible new defense against HIV. Using macaques as an animal model, the team showed for the first time that an antibody called immunoglobulin M, IgM, was effective in preventing infection when the monkeys were exposed in the mucosal cavity to a monkey AIDS virus that carries parts of the real HIV. More than 90% of new cases of HIV are caused through exposure to the virus in body cavities during sexual intercourse. Creating a man-made version of the IgM molecule in the lab and testing it is challenging. Dr. Ruth Ruprecht leads the team, which published its findings in a recent journal. I asked her how knowing this particular molecule can help block HIV transmission fits in with what scientists already know. The strategies that we are developing recruit all possible immune defense mechanisms, not just one, not just two, but whatever we can mobilize, we will recruit. I talked to a member of Dr. Ruprecht's team, one of the lead authors of the study on IgM. Uh, my name is Sichi Gong. I'm a graduate student uh, from Utahska, University of Texas Health Science Center at San Antonio. Why is working with HIV such a challenge? This virus is very stubborn and, and smart. It's very difficult for the immune system to eliminate the infection. HIV mutates very fast. Um, that's why the human um, immune system is have difficulty to catch it up. It's taking a lot of time for me to to work at everything out and produce the um, the antibody and the and it's actually worked in monkey. It protects the animal. That's exciting. My name is Carlos Tomsange and I'm a postdoctoral research fellow and I am part of the Luprecht laboratory which is basically trying to develop a vaccine or find a cure for HIV. Tell me your role in this particular study. Uh, my role as a postdoctoral research fellow was to try and design uh, antibodies, test them, uh, express them and test them in, in vitro, that is in, in the laboratory, and select uh, candidates that show effectiveness in an animal model of HIV. So basically I was right involved from the point of making the antibodies, expressing them, purifying them, testing them in the laboratory, and executing the animal study that is in, in, in the monkeys we used, and then analyzing the data, uh, reporting the data to my supervisor, and writing up the manuscript. And now, of course, doing what I'm doing right now. So as a layperson, my question would be then, how, how do you create these antibodies? Uh, we create these antibodies in a rather simple and easy way uh, compared to how many other molecules that are in the clinic or have been tested. So what we only need is just the DNA of an antibody of a certain uh, kind that we've selected. For this case, we used the IgG uh, form of the antibody. And what we wanted to do was simply to make an IgM equivalent of this particular antibody. And the way we do or we did it was to take part 
of the IgG antibody and graft it onto the IgM backbone. So in that way, we generated an antibody that had IgG-like characteristics, but it is purely IgM. IgM latches onto the infectious molecule very quickly, and once it has latched onto, it doesn't let go. So it does not allow further spreading of the infection, which is something that we're really, really excited about. Where are you from? I am originally from Uganda in East of Africa in Sub-Saharan Africa. Tell us about the, the AIDS problem there. Can you give us some perspective from someone who lived in Africa? Uganda is one of those countries in Africa which is severely affected by the HIV pandemic. The numbers are sky high in terms of uh, the incidence and the prevalence and the mortalities are also high. In the long run, HIV is not just an illness, it is actually an economic burden because it is clearing the productive workforce and we also need treatment to, uh, for, for the people who are HIV infected, so it creates a, a very big burden on the economy in terms of providing treatment for these people. How did you get involved in AIDS research? I got involved in AIDS research um, pretty much now 10 to 12 years ago. And the reason as to why I joined our HIV research is because I wanted to be part of the, 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 the solution. I worked in an HIV uh, clinical care setting and I saw a lot of people die from HIV related illnesses and AIDS. I had friends and family members lose their lives. So it sounds like where you're from and witnessing this human suffering is really what informed your choice to become a research scientist. Yes, yes that's true. How do you feel 10 or 12 years later? Do you feel any more hopeful than you did then when you started? Well, looking at what our own laboratory has discovered and what many other people like us have discovered over the years, I can never be more optimistic. There is a lot on the horizon, a lot of promise. And take, for example, the work that we have just published in the AIDS Journal. I mean, this is a new molecule that we think can be added to the arsenal of fighting HIV, and it can only take researchers like us and many others to continue doing what we're doing, no matter how challenging it is, because we are dealing with an equally formidable enemy. But, I mean, you don't just give up the battle. If you fail, you just keep fighting. So, yes, it's been challenging, but we are strong enough and we are still keeping uh, our faith true to the cause. Because to us, doing HIV research is just not a job. It's just a passion. It's what we live for. Dr. Ruprecht stresses she has high hopes for the future of HIV research. Do you believe that in our lifetime there will be a significant breakthrough in this search for protection against the HIV virus? Well, we've already seen it. The antiretroviral drugs have brought this major breakthrough. Remember when I started out as a young physician in training at UCLA, pretty much all of the patients we saw in those times lost their lives. That has changed. The antiretroviral drugs, when taken as recommended, and the doses are not skipped, are very potently protecting. What about a vaccine? In our lifetime, do you think we'll see a vaccine that's highly effective? I'm sure hoping. I haven't given up. 
You've been listening to Texas BioBytes from Texas Biomed. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Check out our website, txbiomed.org, and look for us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. At Texas Biomed, we are passionate about science. We're enhancing lives through discovery. I'm Wendy Rigby.